Jared, hey man, what's up? Hey, what's up, Jared? <laughs> you caught you mid read. I know I did. I'm good at that. It's my like this. Uh, my superpower. Um, you got so many superpowers. Yeah, but you only need like one, right? I was talking to this guy, and he brought up this um really good point. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he kind of views like that. You know, people have like five powers, right? And let me see if I can remember them. Like one of them would be like wealth like your mental ability, your strength, and then maybe like emotional intelligence. I can't remember the other one. But the idea is, is it's like these are like five skills that if you can just put time into these skills, you can become really, really formidable. And that is an interesting thought to me because it can kind of put you in this direction of like, oh, why do I work out? Because like for me, it's like the motivation to work out isn't huge because I'm, you know, I'm not overweight or anything. But if I can just think of it as a skill that will make mm-hmm. me more formidable, to me, that's an attractive reason to do it because then suddenly I'm like, oh, I can become more formidable just by working out. Okay. Dude, what do you mean by more formidable? I guess just more competitive. Like you can become more competitive in the what? field of life. Cause like, think um, about it. Like if you have like a very strong, very smart, very attractive person yep. who's wealthy, that person can do whatever they want, literally. True. Like they have all those things. Now, if you don't have one of those traits, then you can do less. But if you can gain those traits, then good. Like if you are not attractive, but you are strong and you are wealthy and you are intelligent, you're going to do fine. Yeah. And so it's kind of like there's almost this like duty like, okay, well, if you have like one of these skills, like typically people have like one just right out the bat, right? Oh, you're Mm -hmm. super smart. Oh, you're super attractive, whatever. But you can grab these other skills and you can start pouring into them and then you can just sort of stack these ideas. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> and you can like, you can, you can stack these strengths and then or practice them and work them. And I don't know, just become more competitive in the business environment or whatever environment you're going in. I think you just like, I think you're totally right. I think you become probably more competitive in all of life. Yeah. hundred percent. And the, cra- yeah, like, no. the crazy part is all of us can reach like all the skills you just listed. The only one that maybe we can't reach a hundred percent because of how we were born is our, how attractive we are. Yep. Like we can do a lot, we can do a lot for it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just ugly. (laughs) Yeah. And I think though, that's like, that's like the lowest tier one though, because like, Oh, totally. If if you're ugly, but you are strong and you are fit and you're emotionally intelligent and you are well-read and all these things like, dude, you'll be fine. Even if you're ugly, like you gotta be really ugly to not, be able to present yourself well right yeah like you just throw on some nice clothes cut your hair maybe go tan you know shave your beard and you would have to have like this you have to have like a self-awareness of where it's like with any weakness right like i'm weak at this but if i try to work around it and i try not work around it but work through the weakness like man i'm so ugly i'm not confident okay well let's work on that whole there's an issue with me right there I'm right. so ugly. I'm not confident. Okay. There's a mindset thing. I got to change here. Let's right. not think about how ugly I am and how it relates to my confidence. Let my confidence come from something else yep. and then let that carry you. And eventually you'll just, you being ugly won't be a thing anymore or to be less of a thing and it won't hold you back like it did. You can walk right. into a room and know that your confidence comes from, I don't know, I did a bunch of pushups all the time. So I'm like super jacked. So my confidence comes from that or whatever. So Yep. But those things that we can work at. And I think maybe if we're talking about speaking to somebody in their 20s or 30s right. who are 
coming into life. They don't really know what they're doing. Maybe yep. they're just a barista or they're working at a bar or whatever. Maybe they're going to college. Like if nothing else, spend time in one of those skills, the one that doesn't come naturally and then make it one of your superpowers. Because if you can really start to stack those skills, you just become more formidable within the world of life. And I think things will just, uh, they could come easier depending on the things, but I think it's a good waste or not a good waste of your time. It's a good use of your time. Yeah, I agree. I wish at a young age, like when I was in my twenties, had I, if I could have thought that way, like grabbing, like learning new skills and stacking skills that make me more valuable, I would have been much better yeah. off. Yeah. Cause I didn't start doing that until I was in my thirties, you know, late thirties. And then I started like, Oh, okay. I have the skill of being a plumber. Now, if I stack the skill of, I don't know, I don't know what I did after that, becoming a business owner, right? Okay, now right. I have a business. Um, now I need to stack some skills on top of that to be a good business owner. And then it was like, right. okay, I'm going to stack some more skills on that so that I can be a business owner that isn't involved in his business every day. Right. Or right. more skills so that I can go start this other business. And then you just start learning all sorts of stuff. It's cool. It's actually fun that way. Yeah. And I think like even before you get to like those, what would we call those? Those are all what we're talking about are all like hard skills, right? Even before you get there, like if you don't know, again, you're 20, 20s and 30s, you don't really know your direction. Yep. You can go and like get strong. You oh, can yeah. go and like yeah. push yourself to learn things. Just read books about history, if nothing yeah. else, to gain a context. You don't yeah. know if you want to be a business owner or whatever, but like there isn't enough emphasis in society to be like, Hey, you seem lost person in their twenties and thirties. Yeah. Why don't you just work on these couple things? Why don't yeah. you just go to the gym consistently and read more books? And like yeah. people say that, but nobody like in authority is really like pushing that because then you're not wasting your time so that when you do find out what you want to do, you then have these skills that just elevate your presence when you move into whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. I think everybody should go do hard stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. stuff is hard. Um, cause I think it builds character, builds persistence. And I think it's needed in our, in our younger generation. Cause a yeah, lot that's of people, like, uh, they don't like, they'll have an opportunity in front of them, but it'll be slightly hard to go do it or they'll have to do one portion of it. That'll be really hard. And so mm -hmm. they just won't go do it. Um, and I think if they could go do things like I think about, you know, I started running the hundred mile races. They were really hard but it built this like understanding of hard stuff in my brain. Like if right. you can just go do it and keep doing it, then eventually you're done with it. Right. Right. And, and it's not as bad as you, as you thought. Right. Um, like for me, I like a normal person. If you tell them somebody ran a hundred miles and they haven't done that, right. They're like, Holy crap. That's insane. I don't, I will never do that. There's no way it's impossible. Right. Mm -hmm. But you go talk to somebody that's done it and you're like, they're like, anybody could do it. It really wasn't that bad. Right. So sure, by sure. doing it, they went from the mindset of, um, this is impossible. I'll never do that to, Oh, I did it. It wasn't that bad. Anybody could do it right. just by doing it. Right. Right. So I think, I think kids are scared to do hard stuff and if they could just, force themselves to do hard things, even if they don't know, like even if it involves something that maybe won't get them anywhere, like running a hundred mile race, mm -hmm. 
like just doing the hard thing and learning that lesson will be super valuable because then you're going to be willing to go do hard stuff in life, right? I know what sort of like influenced me in that way, which I think is a very practical thing is like that my, my previous boss, he expected production at work would be 100%. Uh-huh. And so he would set this model of 100% production. And I've talked to people about this and people will be like, yeah, but like, what about like this and time to eat and all this kind of stuff? And I'm like, I understand that. But for a benchmark for you and doing a hard thing, to me, it was attractive to be like, can I actually work 100% of my eight hour, 10 hour shift? Like, can I get to work and stay busy the entire time and never stop? And what it did is what I noticed is like chasing that goal, I would feel myself at like 60% efficiency and then 70%. And then 80%. And it became just a pattern of repetition. And I would just develop, um, I think is what David Goggins talks about, mental calluses. Yeah. Where you sort of just like, you become tougher in your brain because working 100% of your shift is just avoiding the temptation not to work. Physically, it's not so bad. Um, depending on your job. Like my job was pretty physical, but I could do it. It was just like, I'm tired. I want to sit down with the boys. Oh, but I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to work. And so it's right. like, I kind of like, I like the challenge like young people in the workspace, like just try it for your own sake so that you know that you can hold this confidence that you are a producer so that when you go to your next place of work, you can look at that person in the eye and be like, dude, I'm a producer. Like I will work all of my shift and that is my intent because I am here to just fill time working for you. That's what I'm here to do because that's what you hired me for. Yeah. And I'm just going to focus on that. And I think that people will take too much and be like, well, but I need to take breaks. I need to do all this. And it's like, I'm like I, I get that. And I'm not saying that like, you can't ever take a break. Blah, 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 blah. That's all bad. I'm just saying that like as a challenge to yourself, like running a hundred mile race, just work your entire shift without taking a break. Just try it. It's not even that bad. No, once you do it, like you yeah. find that it just becomes a habit. And then like, yep. like at my last job, you know, I would pull 10, 12, 16 hour shifts and I would just go. And then I would just, it's a habit. I take my food. If I'm hungry, I just eat it while I'm working and I just keep going. Yep. And I don't even think about it. Yeah. You just get good at it. You just get tough. It makes the day go by so fast too. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're just busy, you know? And going. it makes you like, and like the whole idea of like being a productive person is what you want to be anyway. Like my, my former boss would always ask somebody like, would you marry an unproductive person? What if your spouse was unproductive? Wouldn't that wouldn't that suck? Like if you came home and then like your spouse wasn't doing anything and you had to do everything, like That'd that would terrible. be lame. That'd be and awful. so like yeah, so like don't be that person. Yeah. Like don't get off work and be like, I'm off work, time to go and chill. Like, no, like train yourself to get off work and then continue to work. Yep. And then if you have a good relationship with your spouse, you'll find these times where you can have rest together or whatever, but you still got to go home and work. Like the work never stops. So just train yourself to always be working. Just keep working. Easy peasy. Dude, easy peasy. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, right? So what are we going to talk about in this episode? Um, well, we're sort of talking about 20 to 30 year olds, right? 20 to 30 year olds. Um, so they probably shouldn't go to college. They probably not at this unless like, is there some exceptions to that? Um, I would say, yeah. Like if you're going to go to, like in my opinion, if you're going to go to college, you should go to college for something 
that's actually going to make you money mm. that you have to go to college to in order to get the job that's going to make you the money. Okay. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, so, like, so don't go write really good books. I should go to college, right? Yeah. Don't go to college for something that you can learn on the internet <laughs> for way cheaper <laughs> or for, for a quarter of the price. Right. Sure. At, sure. You know, at, at 10 times the speed, like, why would you do right. that? Right. You could go on the internet and learn a skill. If you could go on the internet and learn a skill and you could learn it in six months and then just start doing the skill, then you can become an expert at it versus going to college for four years and then have to spend month, you know, time doing it to become an expert at it. Why would you do mm -hmm. that? It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. um, skills like being a doctor, that kind of stuff where you have to sure. go. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Accredited, um, accredited kind of fields yeah. like that. The world needs doctors. Some people really want to be a doctor. Go be a doctor if that's what you want to do. Go, you, sure. You're going to have to go to college. You can't learn that skill on the internet. Right. Um, right. Anything else that doesn't make any sense. Me and, the, me and my wife were actually talking this morning about, because our we took our daughter out of public school, put her in homeschool, and she's actually working part-time, you know, maybe 30 hours a week. Mm -hmm. and well that's full-time jared come on 2023 dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah really <laughs> so but what's funny about that is i'm we're looking at her and she's doing her school and she's getting it done for the most part and we're like why did why why do people even go to high school anymore yeah, yeah. like it's, oh, like wow. high school for mm. my for my daughter has turned into this crazy weird environment right mm-hmm where you got all the LBGTQEFG9567, whatever mm -hmm. that is, right? Mm -hmm. And you have people teaching weird stuff. You've got weird expectations. It's just a right, weird, sure. it's a weird environment. Mm -hmm. It's very, very strange. Very different from when me and you went to high school. Mm -hmm. And I look at it, and I'm like, I, why, why go there? Like the, yeah. even the learning, like the stuff they learn, right? They don't, they're mm -hmm. not even learning half the stuff that we learn in school. They're mm -hmm. learning about all this weird stuff. And like, <laughs> like, like you were saying before this conversation, yeah. how to ask yeah. for, to shake somebody's hand, right? Cause you have yeah. to ask to a first grader. Touch. Yeah. To a first grader. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Teaching, a, teaching them about sexual touch in a weird, random, awkward way. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's like not why, applicable. Yeah. Like, why are you in life? That? How about you teach the yeah. poor kid how to read, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, just teach them the stuff that we need to be able to survive, yeah. not this teach them how to odd, read, nuance stuff. Teach them how stuff. to write, teach them how to do math, yeah. and then yeah. teach them history so we don't do stupid stuff again, right? Yeah, yeah. So in my teach mind, them... I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm like, okay. It's so I've been on this no college thing for a long time because it's never made sense. But now I'm like, for some kids, it might make sense to drop out, get your GED, and go to work. Sure. Like as bad as that sounds, you know, if I was in high school and and I had to deal with all that, I'd be like, screw, screw you. I'd go get my GED and I'd go start a business. Yeah. And I'd make more money than all of my friends sooner. I'd learn business sooner. And by the time I was 30, I'd be, those kids would be just getting out of college, just starting their right. careers, just getting right. good at their careers. I'd already have millions of dollars in the bank. Right. 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 Um, and all this stuff I needed to learn, all the math, all the communication skills, all the writing, all the 
I don't know. I don't know what you learn in school, but I would learn those. <laughs> I would learn those outside of school because you can like, okay, I don't, I'm not a very good fast reader. I don't know how to do this math problem. Let me go to YouTube. Let me go to Google. Right. I mean, that's mm -hmm. literally like I went to high school and I didn't learn squat because I didn't pay mm -hmm. attention. So mm -hmm. for, me, for me personally, like if I could have just went and got a job, I would have been, so, been better off. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. I passed with high school with like D's. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't learn out. I have no idea how to do algebra. No idea. How yeah. To do anything. But That's I can a... guarantee you if I need to go do an algebra problem for my business, I'm going to go figure it out. <laughs> Heck yeah, you are. You're going go go to go take whatever hours you need. Yeah, I'll go figure it out. I mean, I have learned more after high school going into business for myself, um, even just working in the trades than I ever did in high school. Yep. So why not get yeah. that over with? Yeah, high school, and especially because high school is sort of positioned as this prep for college. Right. Like when you when you get into high school, at least you know back in the day, it was like I talked to a counselor, and the counselor says this is what you need to go to college, and then eventually, you know, junior year, you're like, where am I going to go? Oh my gosh! And you get all these, you need these grades because yeah. you have to get there. But yeah, as you college gotta is becoming, you got to graduate high school so you can go to college. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to get a job to make money unless you go to college, which I think is the big, well, it's the big lie that oh, you yeah. can't make money outside of having a certificate that says, I went to a social function that cost a lot of money for yep. a number of years. And yep. maybe I learned some things, but I mean, I look at my friends who went to college and me and them are in the same spot. Like I know. my successful friends, I'm in the exact same spot they are. And yeah. if, I'm, if I'm not where they are, I'm ahead of them. And I learned all I needed to know about myself, at least at the time when my friends were going to college, I learned that just working. Like we talk about this where it's like the beauty about work is you're not surrounded by your echo chamber. You're surrounded by a multi-generational, multi-thought like people. Like yeah. I got to walk into work and deal with an old curmudgeon guy <laughs> who can just say whatever he wants to me and doesn't get in trouble. In college... Nope. I can get this guy in trouble and I can, you know, get him set to the whatever. But in real life, they're like, no, dude, just toughen up a little bit. Like, yeah. I don't know. Deal with it. Like, figure exactly. it out. I don't know. Why are you asking me? I'm just trying to work. Like, quit talking to me, weirdo. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> call your mom. <laughs> you know, it's, yep. it, but, I, but I learned so much more. And like, I oh, learned yeah. good skills, hard skills, you know, like leadership skills and soft skills, like how to actually navigate social things that are weird. And, yeah, I just, again, as college becomes less attractive because it's more expensive and it's not delivering on the promise of you're going to make a bunch of money, mm -hmm. then there's got to be a better way when you leave high school or if you don't even go, because what's the point? I mean, like, I don't, I mean, I'm in agreement with you that <laughs> the not, education is stupid. To me, it's, it's like, not a hard argument. Yeah, like I was, I was talking to... Um, my nieces and they're all in high school and they're all talking uh -huh. about high school stuff. They're like, Oh, this boy and this boy, and we want to do this. And our parents don't let us do anything. Duka, duka. And like me and my wife are looking at them like, it doesn't matter. And they're like, it does matter. I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. We're, we're going to miss out on the best years of our life. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> These are the stupidest years of your life. Like I'm telling you, like none of this matters. It is like four years of, of just nonsense. Like, I'm not looking back like, man, who was the prom king and queen? Man, they were so cool. I wish I could just be them. Like, I don't care. It doesn't mean anything to me. 
Yeah, now it's not. Now it's like two dudes or prom queen and prom king. <laughs> yeah, and it's confusing. And then like you can't you can't say things. You can't express yourself or whatever. Nope. you can. But it's all it's pretty one sided. Well, yeah, you can express yourself in the approved ways. Yeah, but there's no room like, for like conservative Christian views, right? Yeah, there's no room, yeah. and there's no room for conversation either. No. Yeah, my son. My son was talking to me the other day. He was like, "Dad, you know what's really weird is like." to be the like like weird outcast like the weird um <laughs> the one who's got like the crazy views like you're just nuts he's like all, you just got to be a christian like all you just yeah. have to believe that god yeah. created the earth yeah he's like isn't that weird like yeah that's what it is and, nowadays and you have to believe that you can't be whatever you want no matter what that is like you can't change your gender. You can't do any of these things. Like you have to like hold on to like concrete ideas. Yeah. And then if you hold on the concrete ideas, then suddenly you're a bad person. Yeah. And like it's, it's a, it's a very strange, it's a very strange yes. thing. And yep. for the most part, like people like you and me, like I'm not out here like, Oh, I got a problem with all these people who think differently than me. I'm just like, I, I mean, I don't care. I mean, you think what you want. Yeah. But if we can't have a conversation <laughs> about, like if you're teaching my child something and I can't just have a reasonable conversation to how I don't think that you can teach my child this. And then suddenly you're like, well, you seem to be a racist to think that I'm like, yep. whoa, easy. Like I can have a differing opinion and I don't need to get a name called. Like, come on now. Like I just, yep. doesn't make sense. Nope. That makes sense at all. I will say, and I'm going to back up a little bit. There are some valuable skill sets that people learn in college. Very few. Just Go by on. going, just in the nature of going to college. Like my wife sure. went to college to be a teacher, right? Which mm. to get a teaching job, you have to go to college. Um, it's probably one of the worst ones to go for because they don't make it. Actually, you know, teachers do okay. Like after 10 years, they make like 90 grand and they don't have to work in the summers. It's not too terrible. Sure. Worth five years, worth four years of college and then a year of no, making zero money. I don't think so. I'd mm. probably choose something else unless you just love teaching. Mm -hmm. um, but so going to school for a teaching degree, she learned some skills that I don't have or that would be nice for me to have mm. or that I had to learn. And it was a little harder. Sure. Um, so that they do teach you something, right? Some skills, like some sure. writing skills, some basic organizational skills, those kinds of things. Right. Sure. Whereas like if you quit high school, you probably wouldn't get those. Right. Like me yeah, not I think... paying attention in high school. Mm. I missed out on, like I literally couldn't get a lesson from the teacher and then take that home, do my homework, and then be able to bring my homework back and turn it in. So like the just the skill of that, of being able to take instruction, mm, do the sure. instruction, organize it in a way to where the thing that I needed to do made it back to the teacher in time. <laughs> I couldn't do that. And so, yeah. Like even out of high school, I couldn't do that. Um, yeah. So like, you know, I'd say there's some value there, but yeah, for the most part, I just would, I wouldn't go. If I had to do it all over again, I'd probably just drop out knowing what sure. I know now. But yeah. Hey, hindsight. That's always, right. It's always the thing. We know a lot more now and we're different people and we have different ideas of what the future is to be. Yep. And so, you know, it's hard to like break into the high schooler brain and to like, totally. like I was talking about my nieces and to like convince them that like their pursuits right now are useless. 
Yeah. And they're just probably going to end in heartbreak and hurt. And yeah. they could avoid those if they just focused on this longer time frame, yep. which is hard to do. It's hard to convince a 16, 17, 18 year old even that a longer time frame is where their focus should be. Yeah. But you got to try. I mean, we're dad. So that's what we do our whole life is trying to convince our kids to think a little bit further down the path. <laughs> yeah. This is the conversation that my dad was having when I, <laughs> when I was 16. Yeah. My good friend, he always like <laughs> growing up, he would always like butt heads with his dad. Cause he was uh-huh. kind of like, you know, like kind of hippie guy, long hair. And his dad was like a Marine. And he's always like, he's always like, Daniel, <laughs> like just giving him shit all the time. Like Daniel, cut your hair. You and your long haired hippie friends coming over to my house. <laughs> and like, but it's funny. Cause now he like, he, his dad, he respects his dad so much because uh-huh. he understands and he has conversations with him. And he's like, oh, man, yeah. my dad was so right all the time. And I yeah. was just, I was just an idiot. I like, now I listen to him. I'm like, man, this guy knows a lot of stuff. And so I hope my kids are that way with me. That'd be cool. <laughs> like, Fingers crossed. I hope so. I, hope so. Yeah. I mean, I think about yeah. like me and like my relationship with my dad. Like I remember when I started realizing, oh, my dad doesn't know everything. Like he's sure. not always right. Mm, it was this sure. weird like point in my brain where oh, my parents, they're kind of weird. Like, they, they do some weird <laughs> stuff, right? Like, why, And I'd be like, why are they doing that? And now, like, now I'm constantly like that. Like, my pa- I hope they're not watching this. My parents are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let them know that this is the one. This is the no, one they need to watch. Like, <laughs> yeah, do it. Mom, Dad, no. <laughs> You don't want to watch this one. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's going to hurt your feelings. You don't care about <laughs> Jared, I watched. <laughs> no, but really, my parents are like super nice people. Um, very friendly, like too friendly in my opinion. It's like weird friendly. It's <laughs> part of what makes them so weird. But like, they're just weird. And I didn't realize Sorry. it. And the more I get to, the more, the older I get and the more I form my opinions, the weirder my parents become. So if I could have my yeah. kids be like, man, my dad's really smart. That I, I'd feel like I did something good. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, yeah, how do you feel goal- about your parents? Do you see your parents and you're like, why do you think that way? Like, what? Are, like, why? Did oh, you definitely, do that? definitely. Yeah. And like, especially in like you know the last five or six years, like uh-huh. there's a lot of things where I'm like, wow, this just doesn't make sense for my parents to do this, or like, why right. are they behaving in this way? This is like not. <laughs> I, I don't approve of this. This is just weird to me. Yeah. And then like, and I mean, like I love my parents. Like what they did really well is they encouraged me to do whatever I wanted. Uh-huh. So I wanted to play drums and my parents were like, you can play drums in the house all you want, which most parents would be like, you can play drums never in anywhere on the block. <laughs> and my parents were like, it was so cool because they would like, you know, like I was going to go to music school, like talk about college, talk about a waste of college, in my opinion, um, a two year music school for $40,000. Heck yeah. That is going to net me, I don't know, a certificate that I could go get a job at Starbucks with, essentially, (laughs) and like play gigs, you know? Like, dude, you could go be a sandwich artist. I could be a sandwich (laughs) artist. That's what I was going to (laughs) be. Yeah, sandwich artist. Yeah. And like, I found that I learned all those music skills just playing drums at church. Like, I learned not Mm -hmm. all, like, I didn't learn all the theory and all like this, like, high level stuff, but I learned how to be a good drummer just because yeah. I played with people a lot. And so it was sort of like going to a job instead. But like, um, I always think about like, 
to the conversation about parents and sort of like how my kids want is like my parents will do things. And I'm like, man, am I going to do stuff like this? Like, am I going to do stuff where my kids are like, why is dad doing that? Dad's Dude, always pro- doing that thing. Probably. And, uh, What's weird is my daughter already does it to me a little bit. Oh, really? She's already like, dad, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? You know, she's super bossy. Yeah. Very, very opinionated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very like, mm. like, I guess she's stubborn, you know, bossy, opinionated, yeah. stubborn. It's, I love her to death for it. Like, yeah, it's the coolest thing to me. Um, like her personality, but then it can be so annoying, <laughs> annoying at the same time. Um, yes. But yeah. She'll call me out. She'll be like, dad, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? Even though she might be thinking weird, um, but hey, mm-hmm. maybe I'm thinking weird, but it's already starting yep. with her. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, cause I mean like she's young and so it's like, to me, it sounds like that she's like, I mean, she's definitely found her personality, right? Oh yeah. It's probably going to be a big personality she's going to have for a long, long time. That's going to serve her very well. Oh yeah. Um, and she but thinks so critically about things like, yeah. I remember when we were driving around, um, we were driving around town. There was a snow machine in the back of somebody's truck and mm-hmm. she was in the back seat. Just learn how to talk. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, she was not very old. She talked pretty well and she saw the snow machine and she saw that it had a windshield and she mm-hmm. goes, what is that thing? Is that to block the wind when they're driving? And I was like, dang girl, you're yeah, smart. That, that's what it is. Like yeah. she didn't think about that kind of stuff really, really well. So like for her to see me doing stuff, she's, I know she's just picking apart. Like did my, how, like, how's my dad spending his time? Is he using his time wisely right now? <laughs> <laughs> and that's like my biggest struggle is using my time wisely. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about what I do. I do what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She knows it. She'll pick me apart at it. It's yeah. Funny. Yeah. That sounds like she sounds similar to my son, Isaac, in the sense where he's incredibly smart, yeah. but he's incredibly like he's always you know, he's in the stage of, he's like seven or something, somewhere around there. And he's like always in this, who knows, dude, I don't have no idea how old my kids are. It's always a guess, like a segue story. Like, you know, when the dads take their kids to the doctors, it's always the worst because they're like, when's the birthday? And the dad's like, uh, like, I don't know, seven or eight years before now, kind of. <laughs> and they're like, that's fine. Like I've had like nurses like laugh at me. Like, it's fine. Like we'll, we'll, we'll get it later. And I'm like, yeah, I got to text my wife. She'll let me know. Yeah. Tattoo it on my arm. Um, I can tell you the month, but not the, like the month and the day, but not the year. Yeah. The years I never know. Yeah. That's and like, for one. some reason I, I'm like, I'm like too dim to be able to like count back. I'm like, I can't just like subtract the number from now and get there. Cause I'm like, wait, but like it's confusing in my brain. So maybe college would have taught me that how to do that at a higher level math. <laughs> how, to re- how to remember the year your kids yeah. were born. <laughs> yeah. But my son, he's, um, he's super smart and he's, he's like, has so many good redeeming qualities about him, but he is mm-hmm. also always challenging. And so he's always just like, he's always like, asking me questions like, Hey dad, could you do that physical feat? I'm like, no. And he's like, huh, dad's weak. It's like, dude, <laughs> like, yeah, I can't lift a car, bro. I can't lift a car. Like, can you lift a car? And he's like, well, no, but that doesn't matter. And I'm like, dude, like get out of here. Like quit giving me like these scenarios that, you know, obviously hey, like we watch like this guy break dancing and he's like, dad, can I break dance like that? And I'm like, not now. And he's like, can you break dance like that? And I'm like, no. And he's like, huh? 
I'm like, what do you mean, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, go away. Like, get out of here. He uh, does ask a lot of questions. Yes. He's but he hilarious has like, like that. Yeah, he asks tons of questions. Very inquisitive. Very smart. Like, he's yeah. got a math brain. I'm excited to see him, like, explore the potential. Now, he has no emotional intelligence. Absolutely zero. <laughs> Can't, dude, he's going to do awesome in college. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> um but yeah i i hope that like i've been thinking about what you said uh because we were talking about mean dad right you know i'm always trying not to be the mean dad like jared i don't want to be known as mean dad and you're always like dude mean dad's fine you know and like yep i keep thinking about that and um having a conversation with my one of my other friends where he's just like yeah like the dad needs to be respected not liked and like there's like there's this idea and i really like this i don't remember who said it probably some psychologist but it's like the idea that like girls can naturally become women but men need to be or boys need to be taught to become men and so my job as a father is to teach my son what it means to be a man and if that means i am hard on him and to challenge him because again men also need challenges Yep. When men aren't challenged, well, my son isn't challenged. He is so annoying because he's just buzzing around the house, picking this right. up, talking about this, playing on this. You're like, dude, you need to go like lift some rocks, go dig me a hole and then fill the hole back up and something, something. And so they need to be pushed. They need to be challenged. And some that, sometimes that requires a more stern dad who is just pushing and driving. I totally agree. Like having a son and having a daughter and raising them both. I was so much harder on my son than on my daughter. Um, because I wanted him to be a man and like, he sure. didn't get it. He'd be like, well, why don't you do that to her? And I'd be like, cause she's a girl and it's different. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah it, it is. is. It's totally it different. Is. I don't want yep. my daughter to become a man. <laughs> I want her to be a girl. Right. <laughs> yeah, she, she and I want, she wanted. Her, I want to teach her what it looks like for a man to love on her so that when she goes right. and finds a good husband, she knows it. Right. 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 My, my son I want to teach him how to be a man so that he can go get a wife and he can be a good man for his wife. Right. Um, totally different, totally different mindset. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny how easy it is to be hard on your son and easy on your daughter. Yeah. Like to probably to a default. Like I always say this, my greatest superpower is always your biggest weakness. Right. Sure. Um, so I think like, even even in that, like it's it's easy to be too hard on your son sometimes, which I was probably guilty of, mm-hmm. um, yep. and then a too lenient on your daughter as well. So it's mm-hmm. like you know, parenting is hard. It's not easy. Dude, it is hard, and it's like it's always a dynamic thing. It's never like I figured out my daughter today. Yeah, it's like yeah, you figure it out for like today, and then tomorrow you're gonna be like, because you're gonna be a different person tomorrow, because you're gonna wake up sleepy and hangry, and then your daughter's gonna, gonna, be, gonna this- be a different person tomorrow. Yeah, because she's going to wake up sleepy yeah. and hangry. You're going to be like, gonna have to what happened to you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I know. Like, yesterday I think for me, so good. Yeah, I know. We were friends yesterday, and today we're just enemies again. I think for me, like, like my daughter, I'm, I'm harder. Now, nah, I'm hard on both my kids. Like, I just demand a lot from them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just always asking them to do work because I guess this is in my head. Like, I look at the house, I'm like, there's tons of work to be done, kids. Like, chip, chop, chip. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I have things I need to do. My time is valuable. You need to apply yourself to the things of the house so that I can spend my time in better areas. 
If I don't have to do the dishes, I can focus on higher level things, which is beneficial for the family. So go do the stinking dishes. Go watch this baby. Go do this. And so I'm always asking my daughter to do all these tasks. And so she's always just like, Dad, I got to do all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I know you do. And like, but I'm aware, you know, like I want to give her her time so she can go and like practice her art and all that kind of stuff too. But I'm definitely pretty hard on her with a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what our kids say about us, you know, when they make a podcast and they complain <laughs> about like, us and then and like, hope we don't listen to it. My parents are so weird. <laughs> yeah. My dad had this stupid podcast in the basement. It's just <laughs> yelling at a microphone. It was weird. An ugly block wall behind him. <laughs> yeah. That stupid block wall, you know, like what they weird think? lights. <laughs> yeah. Hey, whoa. Hey, oh my, oh my lights. It's our top shelf. Uh, that's funny. Cool, yeah. man. Well, to back it up, you're a 20, 30-year-old person. You don't want to go to college. You don't know what to do. What can you do to sort of establish a future for yourself? Um, dude, there's so many options. I mean, we could probably talk about this for a whole other episode. But, I mean, you can go to college, right? But I would just go to college and make sure that you're going to college for something that you have to go to college for number one. Like it's required you go to college to learn the skill, to get the degree, to get the job that's going to pay you well. That's right. the only time I would go to college. Um, if you can learn it on the internet in half the time for a quarter of the money, then go on the internet and learn it in half the time for mm -hmm. a quarter of the money and then get to work so you can start getting good at mm -hmm. it. Because you don't learn a skill by going to college or by learning taking a course you know you learn right. the skill by like that you learn the fundamentals and then you learn how to get started and then right. you got to go right. put in a few thousand hours before you're good at it right so if you can cut your time in half guess what you can get good at it way faster and you can go start making money at it way faster sure, sure. um and then you can always go start a business right out of school right mm -hmm. go start a business small business um, there's tons of opportunity there, like gutter cleaning, uh, lawn care, pressure washing, mm -hmm. mobile car wash, mobile dog wash. Mm -hmm. I mean, all sure. these low level skills that like you could learn in a matter of, you could learn in a day, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you could go use those skills then to go start a business and start making money. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see what else is there. What's, what's some other options for kids? Um, I mean, there's like, I think maybe we could think about it like, okay, well, let's just think about the home and people in the homes. Because we can think about this now as we're trying to help. Like, okay, what's the right. market that is going to pay these kids? Right. Like, when we say kids, we mean 20 to 30-year-olds, somewhere in there. Um, you, you know, another like, good Even option, younger, I guess. Another good option that I just thought of, like, and I've seen people do this. They went and worked at like Safeway or McDonald's or whatever. And they just worked there for 30 years and climbed the ladder and they end up in a sure. job being a manager of a Safeway making, you know, 150,000 a year full benefits. Sure. I mean, if you're happy with that, more power to you. So that's sure. an option, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There is always the option to just, yeah, go and get in one of those jobs. And you know, if you're aware enough, pick one that you can like culturally align with in certain ways. Yeah. So it's not like a crappy job culture. And you actually won't really know. Like, you know, I didn't know that I was gonna be working in the aircraft industry for twelve years. Right. And I just sort of found myself there because it's the only thing I knew how to do and I was decent at it. Yeah. Um, 
I would say if you're going to do that, you should probably pick a company that is on the larger side, right? Yeah, so you have upward mobility. Yeah. So you can get that $150,000 spot. Yeah, so um, there's no like limit. Like you could even go past yeah. that, right? If you were really yeah, sure, sure yeah. you wanted to go there. Yep. Like, like you, could, there's... you could move up to CEO or whatever, depending yeah, on there's, the skills there's, you learn. There's no shame in like working in a big company and becoming, you know, formidable in that company. Right. And like yeah. doing well. And you'll learn oh. skills and you'll have a consistent schedule. It could just be what you want. I guess it's like, that's like a bigger question of like, well, what do you want? Like, like, cause like, let's talk about, cause you, when you talk about college, when you talk about college specifically, you're looking from the frame of profitability. You're saying, okay, I need to be able to make money. So it's like, to me, right. listening to you, Jared speak, it's like, okay, well, Jared's mind when he's going into college is like, the money is the most important thing that I need to be making when I exit high school. Yep. I don't know if everybody is thinking that way. I think there's almost these ideas of like, well, I need to like figure out what I want to do, what makes me happy and all these things. And I think those things might drive people towards weird stuff that isn't yeah. making them money. And then they work again at Starbucks forever or something like that. I think when you're getting out of high school, going into college, you don't know what makes you happy. <laughs> that's what i think like i think you're too young to really know what, yeah no that's true what makes you happy i mean i'm still trying to figure out like where i want to be and what i would what the ideal life for me yeah. looks like, like i, I still don't know question. what makes me happy yeah i mean i like i know like things that bring me satisfaction mm -hmm. but i'm not saying that like jared i'll be happy just working 16 hour days and feeling good about that for the rest of my life like right. that's not this but I, I also don't think that like yeah happiness to me is like me and my family like walking dogs all day or something mm -hmm. like that like i don't have like a conception of it no i mean like if you can take your passion and turn it into your into your career that's super cool but the chances of that happening are so slim like i hate i don't want to be a debbie downer but just the chances of you actually knowing what your passion is is slim Right. Um, and then, and what makes you happy and the chances of that, like always being your passion and always making you happy is really slim. Sure. Sure. So, like I would just go where the opportunity is like, sure. Where's, where's the, my opportunity? Like when I was, when I got out of high school, my wife was pregnant. We already had a kid. My opportunity was plumber. That's, sure. that's how I became yeah. a plumber. So I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I got to go make money. I got bills to pay. So, I'm going to go be a plumber. Right. And that, that was the opportunity and then new opportunities opened and I walked mm -hmm. through those doors when they open. I think mm -hmm. that's, that's more of what people should be thinking. Hey, that's another opportunity. Yeah. They can always go be a, go get in the trades. Right. Yeah, sure. hundred yeah. percent. Cause it's like, you're going to learn an incredibly valuable skill. You're going to get and like, here's to the, learn. Yep. All my, all my friends up here in Alaska are involved in the trades one way or the other. Yep. I'm not. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I look at it, I'm like, man, I wish I could like fix stuff like all my friends, you know, like, mm -hmm. cause you know, all of our friends are in like various areas of the trades. And yeah. so they're like, oh yeah, Eric can like do this and Jared can do that. And, and then you're the guy who's like, like for me, well, I can, uh, I can lift things. <laughs> I'm really so, good at uh, moving things. I can, I can try to work real fast. <laughs> like it's like, um, so it's like, yeah, don't downplay the trades. Cause like, that's a skill that you can take into your life practically. And then that you can also really help other people with 
who like your buddy's like, hey man, like, can you help me with this? It's got this, my boiler's got a problem. Like I'd be calling you like, Jared, what's going on? You'd be like, dude, well, is there gas in it? And I'd be like, no. And he's like, okay, well, there you go. You're welcome. I'm like, okay, but you're dumb. <laughs> Get out of hell. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The trades will teach you that. But yeah, I mean, so- like, go ahead. All jokes aside, like trades are really useful beyond just the paycheck that they provide. Yeah. And I think they're probably only going to pay better in the future because less and less people are getting in them. Like all the young kids are trying to go be tech gurus or I don't know, some internet job or what. I don't even know what they're doing really. Um, (laughs) But I know they're not getting in the trades. So yeah, they're going to like, you can go make good money in the trades. If you go work for a good service company, Mm, my my guys make good money. Mm-hmm. can't go wrong yep yeah yeah that could be like that's a whole conversation on its own like yeah like a conversation about the trades but then even like okay what how can you spot a company that's good to work for oh yeah and like what are the telltale signs that this company is actually going to be able to pay you well and has a future right because yep. the company might be able to be like dude we can pay you this much but you can look at them and be like, yeah, but I don't really know how long you're going to be able to pay me that much or if you mm-hmm. can actually get me there because of the what I'm seeing here. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think there's there's tons of opportunity outside of college or even high school that I think most people are waking up to that fact of, oh, yeah. I don't need to go to college. I can go do these other things. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, I think it's good. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is cool. I think it just, I mean, cause people like small businesses, right? Like everybody's always trying to honor. So go support your local small business and that kind of stuff. And so it's cool that we're sort of entering into this mindset where people are going to start to create more small businesses. Uh-huh. Cause as you know, as the attractiveness of college sort of goes away, what else are you going to do? Like, well, mm-hmm. I could just create a local small business and become profitable. And I think the more we have good, profitable local small businesses, the better communities can be because those are the places that are going to give work to people who don't have work. And those are going to be the opportunities where people to raise their economic statuses through well-run, profitable small businesses. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Uh, This is where we need a guest so they can fill in. Okay, let's call it a wrap. We need like a sign like when we're done. I'll be like... <laughs> I'll just think your hands are dirty. Like, yeah, you're like, why is Jared? Jared's got dirty hands all the time. <laughs> I can't believe so I work for this guy. <laughs> yeah, gosh. This is I'm relying on him to make a paycheck. <laughs> like, oh, crap, I'm screwed. I better like pay attention uh, to what we're talking about. Maybe <laughs> implement some of these things. Uh, all right, good yeah. talk. Yeah, good talk. See you on the next one. Next one. Dude, you got to press.